Hey there, you're listening to the Chamber Connection Podcast, conversation to keep you connected, featuring members, partners, and friends of the Ord Area Chamber of Commerce. If you've ever driven through Antelope or Custer County, Nebraska, you may notice a number of large windmills throughout the vast amount of pasture ground. If you frequently travel through these areas, you may notice more and more windmills popping up every time you pass through. When you think of renewable energy in Nebraska, your first thought may be the wind energy generated by these windmills, which is true. Nebraska gets 14.5% of its power from wind energy, which is more than twice the national average and lags behind only 12 other states. There's one renewable energy source that is quickly gaining momentum in Nebraska, solar energy. A recently publicized article ranks Nebraska in the top five states with potential to increase solar energy. Currently, Nebraska gets 0.07% of its energy from solar sources. Several businesses in the state have recognized the benefits of solar energy, including Ord's own Scratchtown Brewing Company. On this episode of the Chamber Connections podcast, I'm joined by Caleb Pollard, one of the owners of Scratchtown Brewing Company. Listen along as Caleb shouts the benefits of solar energy from Scratchtown's solar-powered rooftop and also shares his experience with the process of obtaining over 60 solar panels for his business. Well, thanks for joining me today, Caleb. We're here to talk a little bit more about renewable energy and more specifically Scratchtown's renewable energy. So tell me more about why you made the investment with Scratchtown into um, solar panels and exactly what you do have out there. You bet. Um, back it up a little bit. When we formed Scratchtown in 2012, what we wanted to do, not just in terms of operating a, a profitable business and making beer, but we also wanted to be what we at the time still, then in 2012 and still today in 2021, said that we wanted to be a, a vehicle of positive transformation through fermentation. And we felt at that time that when we created our company, it was important to us to be purpose-driven and to incorporate things that we were passionate about into our business model as a means in which to look at the world in a little bit better way and leave it a little bit better place than perhaps what we found it. And one of the things that we all found um, intriguing was uh, the ability to generate power for your own needs as an operating business. And there's a lot of reasons why people look at renewable energy as a solution for their business's needs. And it's not just purpose-driven, it's also economic-driven, and it's also, uh, in my mind, um, a little bit philosophical. Is, is Personally, I believe in uh, one of the many ways in which we address our growing energy needs in this country is what is called decentralized energy production. It is not to upend the centralized energy production model in which we have grown to, you know, you walk into a room, you flip on a light, the light turns on. Well, that is in part because of centralized power production through large power plants. But I think that our long-term future is a little bit more mixed. And so that was one of the, the, the guiding reasons behind why we did it is is independence and also the economics of it. At the time, there was a federal tax credit. So we started looking at this about, let me rewind a little bit too, is we started looking at this five years ago and saying, if we had the financial wherewithal to be able to do this and it helped us remove 
um, operating overhead and helped us with tax planning and also made a positive impact for for the environment, then you know those are all wins. And mm-hmm. so, as we started digging into the federal programs that uh, incentivize these investments, it became very clear that with the amount that we could generate as well as the the programs in place, it became a financial um, tool for us to be a better business. And so, we looked into that. We started soliciting um, project specs from different companies. And what we found out is that we could generate about 80 to 85% of our annual energy needs, which fluctuates with the seasons because of we live in the northern hemisphere. And mm-hmm. so, as you know, as everybody knows, we have longer days of sunlight in the summer and shorter in the winter. It's pretty obvious, but that does affect power production. But as we looked at it, it, uh, it, it became very um, apparent to us that we could do this and it could remove operating overhead, which means we made us more efficient and also, like I said, um, play on some of those philosophical and uh, personal viewpoints that we had that we felt made a difference. So what does Scratchdown currently have for renewable energy? So we have a solar array that's on a rooftop. Um, I want to say we have like 62 panels up there or something like that. I'd have to recount, but... It generates 24.09 kilowatt hours of um, clean renewable energy from the sun. And like I said, that generates about 80 to 85% of our total power needs. But what it does is it removes one of our largest uh, monthly expenditures at the brewery, which is um, our electrical bill. And one big thing that a lot of people don't realize is that whether we're there or not, we're on the clock generating mm-hmm. a bill because we have coolers that are in place to either keep beer at a particularly conditioned temperature as well as uh, cold storage for our, our packaged beer as it is served in our tap room or as it goes out the door for distribution. So the, the meter at our place is constantly running whether we're there or not, whether we're operating there or not. And so um, what that does is it, uh, we have what is called net metering on site and what we capture from the sun actually goes on the grid and then we get a credit for that energy production Mm -hmm. so technically we're a small power producer here in downtown or nebraska and it offsets our electrical bill to the point where i want to say during 2020 which was the covid pandemic which was difficult for operators to make money we didn't have an electrical bill for six months and we had a minimal electrical bill for nine months and of the total year we had a three-month window which we paid mm-hmm. but our electrical bill averaged about a thousand bucks a month and now in the best of times we're paying a hundred bucks probably per month oh, for wow. both buildings we own that includes the power the septic the water, mm. everything. We pay a $15 hookup fee basically for both buildings and we don't have a power bill. Yeah. I know you kind of touched on it here a bit. You know, last year was such a tough year for everybody, let alone businesses like yours who produce services and, and couldn't, it was essentially non-existent. And maybe just touch a little more on how important that renewable energy and that cost saving was this year. I think for us, Especially early on when we were closed by mandate of the governor for those three months and there was so much uncertainty and there was so much uh, worry that we had about whether or not we were actually going to make it, Mm -hmm. which 
thank God and with some hard work and wherewithal and flexibility, we were able to uh, actually have a pretty darn good year. But during those first three months of the COVID outbreak and then that shutdown, it was the one thing I think during that time that we kept looking at each month and going, wow, this is totally unexpected. And Mm -hmm. it was a a psychological boost along with an actual business like cash in pocket boost. And that's one thing I, I, I like to talk about with my, um, with my colleagues and other entrepreneurs is, is remove the politics aside of whatever your beliefs are with renewable energy and just look purely at the dollars and the cents. Now, when we did the installation in 2019, there was a 30% federal tax credit. So that as a business owner, if you're an LLC like we are, that transfers to you personally on your, on your personal tax uh, filings. And what that allows you to do is, is take, in our case, there's four owners, so it allows us one-fourth of that 30% credit of the total value of the investment to be applied to your taxes during tax planning season, which is invaluable as a business owner. In addition to that, it also is a depreciable interest in which you can depreciate over um, the life of that depreciation schedule. And I advise people to talk to their accountant about this if they're a business owner, because that then adds additional tax planning value as a business owner. And then the third thing is, and this is um, relative to my experience in economic development prior to opening the brewery, is I would go to all these workshops and seminars and I would listen to these nice folks from USDA Rural Development talk about their energy efficiency programs. And I would always file that in the back of my head and say, someday we might be able to use this and come to the installation part of our solar array. We made application for a grant in 2019 through USDA Rural Development, which then underwrites another 25%. So it's essentially a 25% cash rebate back. So what we ended up being able to do once we got that grant, which hit during COVID as well. So we didn't get it the first two funding cycles. We got it actually, I applied for it in 2019, but didn't get it until 2020. So we had a cash injection of 25% of the total project cost during the COVID shutdown, which was another like huge benefit for us as a business to be able to keep our doors open and remove that installation overhead, which then increased the payoff of that solar array, which we estimated at about 10 to 12 years, depending on the intensity of our solar capture, down to seven to eight years of payoff. And we're already two years in. So in five years, I'm going to have my solar installation completely paid off and it will be generating nothing but pure profit from here on out. So for the business owners listening, again, remove the politics Mm -hmm. and your belief structure aside. It's purely a great common sense. And I mean this in the Mm -hmm. double entendre that it is. Sense, C-E-N-T-S, makes sense for your business. It puts money in your pocket mm-hmm. while doing good for the environment. And, you know, the other thing, too, is is we're the only solar-powered brewery in the state. So oh, it's wow. a huge marketing piece to it as well. And I know some people laugh and make fun of us for probably marketing it too much, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a value structure component that's important to us. It's also, it, it makes good business sense and... Um, you know, people are attracted to that sort of thing. And so for us, it's been a 100% win. And it allows us now, as we talk about the upcoming Earth Day event that we have planned next week, it allows us to hopefully educate other business owners about their their ability to tap into these resources to be better operating businesses. Because it's one of the things, like as a business owner, we 
talk about a lot is how do we be better each year mm -hmm. so that we can manifest a future for our, our business and not be so worried about existing. And that's the last year with the solar installation and everything that we went through with COVID. It's taught us a great deal about how you can do that. And these types of investments are one way to do that. Mm -hmm. So um, just for to helping business owners or whether it's they're looking at this at a cost saving, or maybe it's an individual who wants to look into renewable energy as a, to help the environment. How What's a good way to kind of get started? Because I feel like this is one of those things that if you don't know where to start, it's kind of paralyzing. Totally. So, yeah. It, it is. So, and, and it also, uh, this is a hot market segment. So you have a lot of pretenders in the market right now and a lot of unscrupulous contractors that are playing fast and loose like it's the Wild West. So what I did in, in our instance is that we were fairly thorough in our uh in our referral and referencing of the different businesses we were looking at. So the first place I would start is I would start by, one, writing down what your goals are as a business, first and foremost. I think every business should do that when they start out, is you write your goals down. And one of the goals for us as a business has always been to be good stewards of the environment. And to I like to look at my kids in the face and be able to say that I did something good mm -hmm. for their future. That's yeah. important to me. Yeah. And I believe renewable energy is one way in which to reduce our carbon footprint to be able to satisfactorily look at my kids in, the, in their face and say, hey, we're doing the right thing as, as good stewards of the environment. The second thing then is, is to start making a list of uh, reputable companies that you can do referencing on, you can uh, look up their track record and ask for other like projects that they've worked on. The other piece that's really important is that Nebraska is uniquely a public power state, so there are some provisions that are in place that will dictate the effectiveness of your size of your installation. So if you're looking to go bigger than 25 kilowatt hours as a business owner and not as a primary power producer, I would I would recommend that you look into that because our net metering laws in the state of Nebraska put that cap at 25 kilowatt hours. That's why our installation is 24.09. Not only does it also hit like our most of our energy needs, but it allows us to stay under that next level where the pricing does not become as uh, attractive. So we're still at that full net metering price where we get a good value for that kilowatt hour generated. Then the last thing that I would do is find a good lender that has worked with projects in the past like this and make sure that you're talking to your accountant about these investments because you, as a business owner, you qualify, like I said, for a number of different incentive programs that you can utilize that help you with tax savings as well as reducing that overhead to make sure that you maximize that dollar for your business so that you realize the full potential of those savings so that you can be a more profitable company. And for us, that worked, worked out really well. We did our due diligence. We looked at different uh, companies. We settled on SWT Energy out of Lincoln, Nebraska. They came out, they did the installation, and then um, we went through the process uh, with our banker to finance through the Nebraska Energy Office. They have low interest loans for uh, renewable energy installations. And then, like I said, we went after that, uh, that REAP grant, which is a Rural Energy mm -hmm. Assistance Project grant through USDA Rural Development. So all those pieces uh, in place, you know, it took us six months to get the thing done. Mm -hmm. And it took me a full month to go through like the process of, of 
um, federal procurement to be able to qualify and apply for that grant as a for-profit business, which it may seem like a lot of work to a lot of business owners, but the question I ask them is, is 25% of a total project worthy of its investment to your bottom line? And if it is, then pursue it. If it's not, don't. If you have the cash and the wherewithal to do it yourself, then get after it. But for us, you know, it hit on all those things and it made it uh, easy and viable looking back. But, you know, really the idea started five years ago and it was started by my partner, Shay Riley. I mean, he, he was the one that really pushed this hard and I was just the one that did all the paperwork. So, mm-hmm. Cool. So you mentioned you have an Earth Day event coming up at Scratchtown. Can you tell us a little more about that and, and what will be available for, for people and business owners? You bet. So um, on April 22nd, we are having a public gathering at the brewery uh, at 10.30 a.m. with uh, project partners that helped us with the installation. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, the actual real-world savings like I did today uh, to our business owners in the area that are interested in uh, coming, or ag producers. Ag producers also qualify for um, a number of these programs, and that can also remove that, uh, that cost barrier that may exist for them to make these installations. And especially with the number of producers, every dollar you can save as an ag producer is going to be one in which uh, makes you a, a more productive business. And so I think that's an important angle in which to look at. So we'll have subject, subject matter experts there talking about the programs and the economics of how to make these things work and which reputable companies that they would encourage you to take a look at. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the economic feasibility and the why behind why we did it and then the financial levers that we use to make it happen. And then there will be consultants there that business owners can meet with to talk about the actual implementation of it. So like, for example... To qualify for the federal programs, you have to do an energy audit of your business. And so MPPD provides that for free, but people don't know that. And mm-hmm. so because the City of Ord is an NPPD-affiliated uh, community, they uh, provide those uh, energy audits for businesses for free. And you can get a, a look at it, what the actual feasibility is that is separate from the uh, feasibility study that the contractor is going to give you. And it gives you uh, verifiable information to say whether or not that company is also full of beans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, are they truthful and they being honest or are they pulling your leg? And so th- there's going to be a lot of different features there that will help remove, you know, the complexity of this for business owners that are looking to make these installations. It's kind of like, you know, how you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. So these folks are going to help these business owners take one bite at a time of these different uh, these different programs that help people put in uh, energy efficiency or renewable energy installations because energy efficiency is also a component of these programs. And so you can, it, like say for example, you have cold storage and you have you know 20 or 30 year old coolers, you can upgrade and there are programs to help you because of our uh, location in a rural, rural community. So that's really kind of the intent of it. The other piece to it is is that uh, USDA is actually uh, showcasing our project and kind of like a nationwide showcase of investments during um, the COVID crisis. And so I'm sure they're probably going to toot their own horn a little bit, but, you know, in our estimation, go for it. It, mm. it did help us, and that's, you know, irrefutable. Great. Well, I'm really excited to come to this event. I think it's going to be great to learn about 
what Scratch Town is doing and just renewable energy in, in general. And, and I think it's great that you and the USDA are willing to share that with other businesses and whether it is just cost saving or, or helping the environment, whatever your reasoning is. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. The only thing else I would have to share with folks is, uh, is, is the cost of solar installation has uh, reduced dramatically over the mm. course of the last 10 years. That's one of the big compelling reasons why we chose to make the dive into this as well is that you know the cost came down about 50 percent for the solar installation in 2019 versus when we looked at it originally in like 2016 now 2021's been a wonky year because construction costs have gone through the roof but i still encourage people to take a look and see if it makes dollars and cents for mm -hmm. them because it did for us and it, it helped us out financially in a really big way mm -hmm. great okay well thanks thanks again and we look forward to the event. Yeah, thanks for uh, the time today to yeah. uh, be able to preach the yeah. gospel of renewable energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's always exciting doing a podcast um, on renewable energy. I feel like such a millennial. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Thank you again to Caleb Pollard with Scratchtown Brewing Company for joining me for this episode of the Chamber Connections podcast and sharing his passion for solar energy and how he plans to leave the world a little better place. Visit the show notes for more information on Scratchdown Brewing Company and their upcoming Earth Day event, as well as several other valuable resources for those interested in incorporating renewable energy sources into their business.